Generals, welcome to the One Graham Army Podcast, and we've all certainly stepped in it today. Broadcasting live here from the Lawndale Brewing Company studios, joining me live in the house, in the flesh, multiple time podcast guest, podcast enthusiast, and frequent public urinator, Kevin Dr. General Kevin Schmidt, how the hell are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's excellent to see you. Yes. Pretty... yes. Welcome back. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome Welcome a Cheers. Toast there. Thank you, sir. Skull, salute, all of them. Yeah. No, I was, I was really excited about the opportunity to do one of these live too, and I certainly appreciate oh, I know. your enthusiasm. No, I'm all jealous of everybody else that gets to do them. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I, there's a there's a huge part of me that wishes you just lived right around the corner from me. Mm, not in Georgia, but yeah. Here, no. Well, yeah. Here no. Back here. Yeah. Maybe. No. Not okay. where I am, but just in general. You know, in yeah. some other geographic location, maybe like here. I prefer my Braves on TBS. Yeah, not right yeah. down the road. Nope. I could nope. see that. Nope. I could yep. see that. The Braves are doing Braves are doing well this season, and you know I'm happy for them. I'm I, in no way am I a Braves hater. Aren't they know? on TBS anymore, though? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't watch them. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I just thought of that actually as I was saying that. Like, well, surely you're up on <laughs> right, it, right? Because right. it's still 1998. Right. And you're still catching those Braves games. How's Glavin's ERA this year? Yeah, I know, right? Mike yeah. R- Mike Remlinger might get the All Star. Uh, Call. Yeah, I think that was I to me, I think that was one of of the many, many, many great things about the Cubs winning the World Series, though, too, was not having to suffer through the weird clinging to uh, success that's not necessarily ours. Like when they retired Greg Maddox's number at Wrigley right, Field, right. That, there was a bitter taste to that. And actually, when I was at the store, the no. new store they've built, my God, the stuff they built around the ballpark. Oh, yeah. I haven't been since incredible. the year before last. It's insane out there. It's only going to um, get bigger. Yeah, but I noticed, oh, they're, they're going to gobble up that entire area. But right. the uh, I did notice that in the gift shop, they have uh, Greg Maddox's Cy Young hanging <laughs> up in there. And they also have Car- Carlos Zambrano's Silver Slugger Award. In Why there, wouldn't which you? Which is pretty cool, Why though. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, that was pretty neat. Yeah, but the Braves, uh, you know, they're doing better. I don't, you know, I don't know, man. After all these years and really having to dilute myself into feeling like it's okay to live in Georgia, I think people are people and places are places. Right, right. And it, and this but, world's smaller now, anyway. That's true too. Now yeah. you're just farther away. So. Yeah, physically. Yeah. yeah, it's more difficult to do things like this, and this is obviously preferable to doing the podcast over the phone. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? When I'm in my basement after. Uh, couple cocktails and yeah whatever else mm-hmm. you know it's distracted yeah. by uh cinemax yeah or whatever what? else is going on well i certainly hope that anyone who's doing the podcast over the phone is pleasuring themselves in some small way you yeah. know you know because it's such a brutal undertaking in a small way what are you trying to say <laughs> good call <laughs> don't worry i don't have cinemax just stars the stars run Cinemax. Does Cinemax bother running late night Cinemax programming anymore? It seems. I think that's. I, I don't know. I don't even look anymore, but I thought yeah, it, it must. It seems like it would be a, a futile effort, right? Right. To run softcore pornography <laughs> late at night on your TV network when people are watching incredibly disgusting pornography at 8 o'clock in the morning on their right. phone at work. Yeah. Or Cinemax is basically Telemundo's weather 
Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, but let's not let's not degrade Telemundo's weather though. I don't want to take anything from them. No, they're great. Yeah. Here, why don't you pull that sucker right up to your face? There there. Go. I've been dying to use that Joe Rogan line. He's always saying, <laughs> "Why don't you pull that sucker right up to your face?" I'm like, "You do hear yourself, right? Check your yeah, phrasing." We got, you got me. You got yeah. me. You oh yeah, me? I got Check. you. Good. Sibilis, yeah. Sibilis. I got you there. I got you there. Jamie, you got him. Okay, we're, we're right. squared away there. All right. Well, we're off to a start of sorts. Mm. Um, so yeah, I guess the the big news of the day that we will certainly get past quickly because by the time this airs, I mean. Th- the news that LeBron James is going to the Lakers broke what this morning. Yeah, some, and and yeah. I'm already sick of hearing about it. It's well, be another, it broke a few days ago, but yeah, official. I think it went official. Yeah, yeah. but the uh, but I'm already sick of hearing about it. And this podcast <laughs> will air in three or four days, so I really don't want to do that to too It'll many people. It'll be old news. Yeah, but I, you know, and actually, I wanted to go to the hotline. I'd like to remem- remind everyone, all listeners, people who may be accidentally hearing this against their will, that if you have any. Thing you want to add to this podcast you can always call the hotline at 847-665-9238 kevin a regular patron of the sports with a capital f hotline i try or the one Graham army hotline as it's now known uh and you know i think you can agree that when you call the hotline you're making a change mm-hmm. it's it's therapeutic at Absolute, the least at the very least it's at cathartic least. yeah so and this that actually segues into this pretty well because this was a very cathartic call i received from tony the host of pod caviar don't forget to check out pod caviar in reference to lebron james this was a while back and i it was totally unsolicited i don't remember having spoken about lebron james but i think he had lebron on the brain and needed somewhere to uh exercise his demons a little bit so First of all, first-time caller, uh, long-time listener. You already know what it is. You already know what it is. I just want to say, fuck LeBron James, okay? First of all, <laughs> he's a ring-chasing bitch, and he's trying to get people on the Cavaliers now. Is that the name of Cavaliers? The Cleveland Cavaliers? Yeah, he's trying to get people on the Cavs now that he can control because he's a control freak. And you know he's not winning now, so he's in panic mode. That's why they traded away half their fucking team. To please him. Excellent. You know what? Earlier in the Fuck season. Him. He's still going to leave anyway because he's a ring-chasing bitch. Mm-hmm. Can't stay yeah. in one place. And then every time that somebody comes up, you bring LeBron James up, and the, the fact that he ring-chases to a hardcore bronze sexual, as I call him, <laughs> then they can't come, they, they, they can never explain why he chases rings. They just say, well, you know, uh, you know, oh, well, you know, they didn't build a team around him in uh, Cleveland, so he had to leave. Uh, you know, uh, fuck them. And fuck LeBron James, fuck LeBron sexuals, fuck the state of uh, the, the the city of Cleveland, and it's just one big ass shithole. Okay, that's a cesspool. That's all I gotta say. I'll probably call back later because you know gross. shit just pisses yeah. me off. Yeah, you know? and the ostriches are definitely coming for us, but. I'll save that for another uh, call. <laughs> like Whatever. Bye. Yeah. Well, you know, too, and I, you know, thank you again, Tony. I know that's a repeat phone call, but uh, I think it really sums up how I feel about LeBron anyway. I mean, that's a, I have a passive feeling about LeBron that way because it really doesn't make a huge difference to me, but that's definitely how I see the man. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to play devil's advocate, though, the Cleveland Cavaliers, well, if it wasn't anybody else besides LeBron, they'd toss him aside in a minute. Yeah. Why not toss them aside to uh, get a LeBron? Right. So why wouldn't LeBron toss a cl- aside Cleveland to get to L.A. where obviously he wants to start his empire? 
Yeah, although the man has been Love. in the league for so long and had so many opportunities to build an empire. I mean, he's already fabulously wealthy. Right, he's right, won right. what three, four championships. He's you know he's been to the finals almost every year in the last decade. I think he. I think it's more that he wants to be the next The Rock. I think he wants. <laughs> yeah. I think he wants to go to L.A. I think he wants to be seen at Dodgers games and be in movies and have a production company and have a couple mansions in the hills and be a hollywood star i think he that's what he wants to do yeah and i'd heard i'd heard about that about lebron in the past that his he had sort of like aspirations for being like a like a billionaire you know like he he was a big fan of what's the warren buffett he was a big fan of warren buffett's he's always he's always had these really like entrepreneurial uh goals in mind sort of like how Derek Jeter w- or uh A-Rod was yeah, towards the end of his yeah. career so I, yeah I, it, you're probably right it's probably not a basketball yeah, move Jeter had New York so he was already there he didn't yeah. have to go anywhere true I don't think LeBron doesn't really want to go to New York I think he's tired of getting bitched at so I think he wants to go to LA where the fans don't really care unless as long as you look good well yeah in any pursuit he pursues in LA people large genera- generalization of uh, LA fans yeah. but. well i don't have a problem with that have you seen a dodgers fan before <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's enough of those yeah. <laughs> right. get out of here and i also agree with tony's assessment of cleveland as a city and especially now that oh, lebron yeah, is hate, leaving again i hate ohio as a state in general yeah pretty much as an organization that state is uh, unnecessary mm, yeah yeah for sure um, get rid of it yeah, you know, I don't think I've ever been to Cleveland. I know you went to Cleveland one time. Yeah, yeah, that was that was probably a pretty solid trip. See, to Cleveland. podcast number uh, what was it like seventy or something? It was yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was early in the game. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, so people who don't know, Kevin was present at Game Seven when the Chicago Cubs the game. Yeah, when the when the Chicago Cubs played the most important game of baseball in the history of the shouldn't game. have a nickname by now. The game is pretty is- good. I just call it Game 7. Game 7. Yeah, I think that's probably solid. Yeah. Because it's hard to put it on one person. You're not going to call it the Miguel Montero game. No. No. Yeah. Although Miki... He would. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he would, and I wouldn't blame him no, for it no. in any no. way. You know, he was largely responsible. He would, Without oh, his yeah. run, that game is still tied, you know? Both old catchers mm. came through. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rossi with that big home run. Yeah, that was a red letter day and a red a red letter reason to be in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and probably the only reason any human being would ever voluntarily travel to the state of Cleveland that's or to the of, city of Cleveland, one Ohio. Of, one Cleveland, of the it's few, all the same. Definitely oh, one of the few. Oh, pretty much the Except same. Except downtown there. Cleveland got better than I remember it as a kid when I went there to a game. Yeah, well, also full of Cubs fans, probably. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't take that from it in any stretch. Yeah, but I, I feel like I feel like Tony helps keep us from having to hash LeBron too hard because yeah. he pretty much summed it up. And I like I like your take on it too, though that LeBron's going there. I think yeah, I think in an he's, effort to I think he's almost moving. Basketball. I think he's almost moving past basketball. He almost looks bored playing basketball. He does. Yeah. Well, and you look at the Golden State Warriors, if you watched how they played right. against the Cavs, I assumed the officials would make sure the game went seven games. But that team is the NBA itself is arms are not long enough to box right, with that right. God. Yeah. <laughs> like that team is yeah, too insane. Stacked. So, you know, I and what 
it's clearly not a basketball move because clearly he doesn't want to compete with them in the finals right? because he's going to lose to them in the conference, assuming they meet in the conference championships. He's going to lose to them again. He'll, he'll try and get some people. Didn't he yeah. just who, – who did he just get? He got somebody else today. Oh, God, yeah. Who and I'm sure by that? the time when this is live, they'll have gotten somebody else. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, uh, Rajon Rondo. That's not. No. <laughs> yeah. that's Ooh, hardly. championship. Yeah. yeah, that's hardly. Well, they do already have that weird pimply face, Drake looking kid, that Lonzo yeah. Ball guy. So, I mean, I don't know what that means for them. I'm yeah. not that. I'm not big a big enough basketball nerd. Yeah, I don't. To, either, but don't most most people think he's probably gonna annoy LeBron until he boots him. Yeah, it yeah. could could do. Or LeBron, like you said, LeBron will stop caring. Right. At some point, it'll just it'll be whatever it's going to be. But I definitely say that's enough of that. Um, <laughs> your most recent call, my most recent podcast featured a call from you about the designated hitter. That's right. In the very passionate uh, about that. Yeah. In the National League. And you know what happened uh, yesterday? Uh, John Lester was like, boom, fuck that there designated hitter. That is. Yep. Uh, I. The uh, defense uh, submits uh, Article 1, Evidence uh, Piece 1. That is exactly why pitchers should hit, because it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it can completely change a game. Yeah, absolutely. It's They're all baseball players. It, they're not pitchers. They're not hitters. No, check this out. A little call here from uh, Pat and Ron. Hold on. Uh-huh. Thought I had to cue it up better than that, but it's coming. Oh no, it's not. Anyway, <laughs> so you're at the end of that call. But the uh, the deal, though, definitely with with the designated hitter in uh, the National League is like you said, like it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's very special. It is. You it's... know, when a pitcher comes through in the clutch. But they're still baseball players. Why shouldn't a baseball player hit? And why shouldn't a baseball player own a glove and play a position? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly that's to me. That's the biggest one is that I don't think you should be a professional baseball player. Right. When are they going to start DHing? Or why couldn't we DH uh, Hayward when he wasn't playing? Right. Hitting very well. Right. Yeah. Well, and and that's the slippery slope, right? right, Is that you could take a guy and be like, well, you just play defense. Imagine if you had a guy like Otani, you let him take his at bats and then you DH someone like Hayward. Right. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't like it. No, it's a very it's it's ridiculous. But that's that's why the NL the NL is just so pure. Still, that microphone up there because they have bit. to. Yeah, they there's still that strategy where you have to decide if the pitcher is going to hit soon. Do you pinch hit for him? Has he thrown enough pitches? Does he have more in him? Is it more worth it to put him in? longer right are you willing to kill a rally to keep him from giving up right. to keep you from giving Is he up a good runs? Enough bunter yep. what's, what's the situation that's that's why I like i think baseball's yeah. one of the most beautiful sports out there it's it's so so complex. The pitcher hitting is what makes the National League chess, and the designated hitter is what makes the American League checkers. Right. You know, it yeah. really is that big of a difference. And the argument, I rambled about it on the podcast before, but the argument that, like, oh, pitchers are rally killers, well, so is so was Ken Griffey Jr. You yeah. Know? So was the great the greatest baseball everyone Every baseball, every time someone goes up to bat at baseball, mostly what happens is nothing. 
You know, that's a it's a right. big part of the sport is that you're kind of waiting for something to happen, and you can yeah. enjoy the process, the get the push and pull. The it's mostly failure. Yeah, the skullduggery between the pitcher and the catcher and the batter. You know, that's a beautiful part of the game. But if you're an outside observer, the idea that having a designated hitter somehow makes the game more exciting is ridiculous. A lot of times, no. those guys spend those years as designated hitters. Swinging and missing. Right, they're just yeah. trying to hit home runs on every yeah. pitch. Yeah. And, you know. There's not many that are exciting enough for it to be worth it. Yeah. You know, David Ortiz is about it. Yeah. He's really the only one I can think of off the top of my head who was, you Maybe know. when Pudge. Did, did Pudge DH when he got a little older? I, you know, his, the, I think went. he did. Yeah. I think he. Jamie, yeah. check that. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Pudge Rodriguez did uh, DH for the Rangers. Am I right there? Let's see here. Oh, the base. Oh, dude, have you ever spent any time on baseballreference.com? Yeah, it is a website that will swallow your life. It is. And it is some super nerd shit, too. It is just numbers on a grid, but it is so much fun. Yeah, let's see. Dude, I spent my childhood looking at baseball almanacs just hours yeah. So yeah. Cool. yeah. Same difference. Well, yeah. Baseball almanacs. Well, and that's a little it's, better. It's basically it's the. Uh, yeah, he yeah, he spent a good bit of time DH and actually. Um, but yeah, he his knees took a lot of. Pounding. Yeah. Well, that's something that happens to catchers, you know, generally. Yeah. But he, why don't do it anymore? It hurts. <laughs> I hear that. The. Uh, uh, but yeah, the designated hitter, I understand it as a way to like ring a few more years out yeah. of a guy who's still got a stick on him. But it, it, it cheapens the game. And I'm not even someone who feels like the rule needs to be universal. If the American I, League... I don't mind, I don't mind, the, diff- I, I don't mind the, the two leagues. I think yeah. it's fun that way. Yeah. If the American League wants to have it, let them have it. But I don't want to see it in the National League. Yeah. And no it's also interest. fun when they play and they have to use the other... Because it, it is kind of funny to see a American League pitcher hit, hit. for the first time in oh, 30 years. It's great. Yeah, it's great. But see, and that's and see, and then again, that's what not having the DH does because we all got to see Bortolo Cologne hit a home run last year. You know what I mean? Seeing him do anything is just great. glorious. It's, it's glorious. Great. Did you see earlier this year when he took that line drive off of his stomach? Oh yeah, it was oh yeah, such a wonderful play. Because it, I mean, it line drive directly into his gut, picks it up, throws the guy out, and then the trainer's coming out and he's laughing. He waves off the trainer. Like, yeah. you know, this is a brick wall. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Don't come out here. That's uh, silly. Yeah. No, took down know. a three piece before he came out to pitch. You know that. Oh, Portolo <laughs> Cologne drinks beer and eats chicken in the clubhouse. 100%. Uh, what, wait, what team was it? What team was it? Uh, was it the, the Red Sox? Didn't they get in trouble for yeah? They David were Ortiz chicken. got in trouble eating chicken wings. Chicken and like a yeah. Bud Light in between. David Beckett wasn't David Beckett doing it? Yeah, he was involved in that too. Uh, well, that was see, and that see that to me is what endears me to Bartolo Colon over someone like Prince Fielder because Bartolo Colon, you know, there's no secrets there. You know, like he's right. he doesn't he doesn't come out like like Prince Fielder came out and was like I'm a vegetarian. Right. And I'm like, you know, that doesn't include pigs right Right, (laughs) like you know pigs aren't a veg sausage isn't a vegetable prince fielder who are you talking to it's a lot of butter on that asparagus yeah no it's that that, is that asparagus or is that chicken tenders (laughs) like yeah yeah. 
chitlings are not a no, not a vegetable. Not a vegetable. I was never buying that from Prince Fielder, and I liked that Prince Fielder was a huge fat dude that was succeeding in sports. That's another thing I love about baseball, is that you know right. if you can play, you can play. Whether David you're David Cohn, yeah. Lot of, lot of well and you know you remember like the tony campanas of the world you know little bitty fast guys there's guys who can make a name for themselves mm-hmm. in professional in in professional baseball if you have the talent you have the talent bartolo Colon is fontano yeah little little fontano. yeah he was a little bitty guy too ryan terrio wasn't a big guy either right. contributed yeah those guys uh well that 2008 cubs team was really fantastic that was a that was an exciting if you if you ignore what happened after the regular season was over, that was a pretty fantastic team. Does that uh, not have a thing to tighten no, it? You I'll, can just hold I'll it. Just That's hold fine. It. We don't have we don't have much more. No, we're good. I don't think we're, we're gonna punish people too much longer than this. You know, we could do another one though too this week. Uh, maybe do a live one from the Reisner's house too, because I I brought my portable stuff. It'll be easier right, too because right, right. I can just use this recorder. We'll set it up like we did when we were in Florida, oh, yeah. and I recorded for oh, three hours and used gold. and used about fifteen seconds. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever listen to that oh, audio I all li- the way through? I li- the whole thing. Oh was, man! Did you just epic. leave it on like in the background oh, while you're doing. While I was stuff? driving, yeah, yeah, it was epic. <laughs> I've never went back and listened to all. Oh, I've, you have. I skipped through it. You have but, to. Yeah, you know, I, I have been meaning to do that, too, though, just, like, put it on, like you said, like, driving, like, while maybe while I'm cutting the grass. Just on the plane put, ride back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if I, well, yeah, it'll still be in my email, though, because I sent it to you. So right. I could. But, yeah, I have intended on listening to that again. But, yeah, we recorded about two and a half hours of audio or something gold. like that. And I used it was the, gold, Jerry. It was I, gold. <laughs> I used that. I used like the first twelve seconds of it at the beginning of that podcast, and I felt like everyone who was there would hear that and have a pretty good idea of what all that entailed. Whew. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> ladies, Whew. ladies and gentlemen, if you could see what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a good time though. But yeah, we would do the, We'll do a similar setup to that, and I figure. They'll either have a room we could use, or we could do it out on the balcony now that their compound is over there. Right. And I gotta get. I'm gonna have to get you and me and Josh because I want to. Josh is a celebrity. He. I. I want to have a guy on my podcast who's appeared on Judge Mathis. And I still have you seen the full episode yet? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Oh, yes. That wow. was something. That was something else. Was it a bit of a train wreck? Oh yeah. Was it oh. sort of like wavering between like laughing and crying? Sort of a situation. Like, ah, I know it's, that guy. Oh, I know that guy. It's just, it was, no, it was just, it was like, that's Josh. That's Ooh, just Josh. It's Josh all over. That's Josh. Dude. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I do want to have him on. I'm curious about the process of how you end up on a show like that. Right. Yeah. I'm curious that, absolutely. about, you know, why you show up absolutely. that day to do it. Like, because even if I was like, you know, I'm going to do this. This is going to be funny. I'm going to go do it. Right. I feel like the day of, I'd be like. He took off his shirt on the way out. He showed. Did you watch that part? I haven't seen the full episode. He showed. I his, saw the picture you posted. Tattoo. Yeah. The screenshot. And but see, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, he pulled up his shirt to show his tattoo. And, and it was the it? wrong side. Right. Yeah. And then he, you know, oh. Yes. You got her name there. Oh. He had his na- her name tattooed on him. Yeah. See, yeah. folks, I, th- I I don't mean to bury the lead here, but I, I don't really want to get too much into it because I I am going uh-huh. to get Josh. <laughs> I am going to interview Josh. But that's like a two part like pre 
explanation. Yeah. Slash That's true. Dis- it's a disclaimer more. That's true. You know what? Let's close this out with a quick. <laughs> we'll close this episode out with a quick wrap up of the gentleman we know, Josh, oh, who quick. appeared on an episode of uh, Judge, Judge Mathis uh, with a woman. Um, is this this isn't a woman he had a kid with, right? Uh, or is this just someone he dated? That's a that's a dwindling popu- population, but I don't think so. Yeah, of women in he the hasn't... greater Chicagoland area have not been impregnated. No, yeah. Man, that guy just keeps breeding. It reminds me of that Bill Burr bit about how when there's too many deer, the park <laughs> ranger goes on the news and goes, so tomorrow if you see a deer, fucking shoot him in the face. <laughs> but he's like, people just keep making people. Nobody goes on the news and it's like, Josh is still fucking. So tomorrow if you see him, shoot him in the face. Well, nobody ever donated when I started the Josh's vasectomy Kickstarter. I, you know, it would. You were so far ahead of your time. <laughs> Nobody. The idea. I was the only one. Two dollars from my own pocket was the only donation. Nobody. Nobody cared. Nobody saves the whales. Nobody snips Josh, and that's why we're all gonna die. It's really, you know, when it's crazy too, because now as we get older, I keep seeing like pictures of kids graduating from things with Josh next to them. I keep seeing like <laughs> other people posting pictures with kids and tagging. You know, I'm like. I don't know who any of these children are. <laughs> if Josh <laughs> produces a senator, I'm going to I'm going to Well, lose it. I mean, I guess maybe it'll be worth it, I guess if it's a really like a really great senator. But yeah, he has made a lot more people. Joe Jackson produced Thriller. Yeah. See, you got that. You do have that. But look at all those other kids. Not not that I'm saying Josh is in way uh, Joe Jackson and uh no, not as a father. No, right, by right, no, right. by no means. Josh is fine. Right, right. Josh is perfectly fine at being a father. He's a good. He's a good dude. You know, Josh is a good guy. But he does have to stop making people. One person can right. only make so many. And putting on the wig. Yeah, obviously, when you have kids, you probably don't want to be. No more wigs. No, no more. more wigs. But yeah, no. I think your I think your Josh vasectomy idea was way <laughs> ahead of its time. I think. Never, but you never thought you'd say that on this podcast. I didn't, but it sounds so right. Mm. It sounds so right. But yeah, so yeah, so he was on an episode of uh Judge Mathis. He was being sued by or was he uh, suing a girl? No, she wanted money. Mm-hmm. He borrowed presumably. Yeah. Presumably. That sounds about right. Allegedly. Yeah. And she, she won. Yeah. She got money because he made a fool of himself in front of Judge Mathis. On uh, <laughs> On a TV show watched by every um, person over the age of 60 in this country. On every waiting room TV in yeah. Chicago land. Well, all over the country. Judge Mathis is a nationally syndicated television program. There you go. I just, I am a cable cutter, so I wasn't able to DVR. It's not available on YouTube TV or anything. I'm hoping tomorrow, it's one of the big things all, I'm yeah. hoping for tomorrow is that there's a DVR over there somewhere that contains the full episode. I, the, they had the full one on YouTube somewhere. Oh, okay. Because I saw on, clips yeah, that's on I walked, YouTube. I oh. saw the whole thing on. Oh, okay. I saw clips on YouTube. Oh, well, that changes and somebody the game. Had it all on Facebook. They, yeah. See, that changes the game. I'll have to check that out. But yeah. They'll but so it. I'll have. You know what? I'm gonna have to update myself. I'm gonna watch the full episode, mm-hmm. and then hopefully tomorrow I'm gonna have Josh on. Because more than anything, I'm curious about the process. Burn it on laserdisc. Yeah. Well, how does how? And then break it and stab myself in the neck with it. But how does, after you watch it, you might want to. Yeah. So, but like, how how does a person end up on Judge Mathis? Yeah. 
And what what's the process there too? Do you show up? Do you know how it ends before you start? Are you coached? I think I think it's live. Is I there a director? I think it's I think he no, I think what happens is he's an actual judge and it is actual cases and they just pick them and they film. You think he's just like the judge is that charismatic that he just carries the show? Like kind of keeps the keeps it going. Because you ever watched? Like, I think court they're actual TV? sitting judges. That's never funny. No, but no. what I saw of Night Court was great. Yeah, but see again, that had a writer, director, actors. Right. I don't look. I'm not taking anything from Josh, but I'm sure he didn't have anything to do with the creative process. But I'm just saying, maybe it's like Jerry Springer, where they have like a really good system in place where they make people look as ridiculous as humanly possible. But at least we know it wasn't faked because that was Josh. No, no, no none he, of that was fake. No, he was there. So we know it wasn't like uh yeah no Jerry we know Springer. it's not set up that's true too that's true too um but I and I think in some I think some of the Jerry Springer stuff was legitimate but they like gassed it you know right, right, or they got right. the people all riled up I know some of that was definitely fake because some of those people have like went on to be in like TV shows and stuff but uh yeah I'm just I'm very curious about the process. Yeah. And I do, and I think that my list. Do you have to like? Do you have to like? Is it like putting your business card in the the lunch bowl for a free soup? Maybe like, you, hey, you just got picked up. And are you involved in litigation? Put your name in this bowl, right? And then you pick up Josh versus whatever, yeah. And uh, you know, he owed me four hundred dollars, and he's a fucking goofball. And yeah, we'll we'll put him on at three. Maybe it's the nature of small claims court. Maybe small claims court by its very nature is hysterical. Right. And maybe that's where all these shows have gotten. Right, right. You know, they just find the most, the judge that will carry it the best. Like a 4 a.m. bar. It's not that, you know, yeah. it's not the weirdos you know, are made there. It's just they, it's, they flock there. Yeah, that's they're attracted to that location. Could do. Mm. But we'll have to find out. And I, and I feel like I owe it to my listeners to at least get... 10, 15 minutes out of Josh. He went on Judge Mathis. Surely he'll come on my podcast, right? It's certainly not you're, a guy who doesn't want attention. You're you're a few rungs down, but you're you're a few you're gaining ground. Right. But what's but see, I feel like when you're on a podcast, you get the opportunity to explain yourself. It's conversational. Yeah. Long form. Judge Mathis, you're clearly gonna go look it, a this little might silly. Get, this might get picked up by uh sixty minutes, twenty twenty as like Happens all the time. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna take the the snippets of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, use it as a lead in to right. a story about Josh. About Josh. People who are almost forty are ridiculous these days. <laughs> I'm Mickey. I'm Andy Rooney. And <laughs> look at look at this guy. Who's Remy <laughs> Three Inch? Get that. Get that wig off of him. Oh, I don't know what happened to Gary Cooper, but he sure as hell isn't Remy Three Inch. <laughs> See. Yeah. See, now we can't just. Uh, yeah, Remy Three Inch is a whole. Oh, I've completely forgot to explain that. Yes. Well, the, well, you know what, that's... people? That's a teaser because Josh is coming. And if he doesn't, I'll explain it later, but he's coming. He will come on the podcast because okay. that's another thing I have to know about the creation of the Remy three inch character. I have to know. Josh is coming. The podcast will have a baby. Oh, God. Well, that's a great place to end, sir. I certainly appreciate you coming by. Uh, I do want to remind people if you live in the greater Chicagoland area and you have a pet uh, and you like to take vacations or do things that 
I don't. What is that? Probably most of your business is people who are on vacation, or um, do you have a schedule with most folks? Like while yeah, they're at mo- work, um, uh, half of it is uh, like when people are at work. Mm-hmm. I send my dog walker to for the noon walks, and then the other half is vacation house sittings. Nice, that's yeah. fantastic. Now, uh, it does Kevco Pet Care? Um, do you? in turn any of the animals yourself or no no they stay at their no where boarding they live? no okay. boarding boarding in turn was a bad yeah. word <laughs> <laughs> it was literally the only word i could think of i saw like dogs in a camp it was bad it was, this always happens when we're together what is this why does it always end up with camp jeez oh. All right, we're going to get in trouble here. All right, but so anyway, Kevco Pet Care, no internment camps for dogs. Absolutely not. We love no. dogs of all colors. <laughs> no board and religion. And religion. No boarding. No boarding. Okay, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so if you're interested in having your pets cared for by a kind, caring man of science, uh, Kevin Schmidt's your guy. Kevco Pet Care. Where can they find you, sir? Uh, KevcoPetCare.com or Facebook.com at Kevco pet care sweet all right slash anything else going on that you think we should uh have a um uh, rocky conversation about i don't know i think we've had enough today's my birthday too by the way folks. happy birthday thank you sir and i think that uh what i would like to do now is end this podcast and go uh put some delicious food and beer into my body sound good all right well good night everyone Welcome. One gram. One gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast. Welcome. One gram. Welcome. One one gram. Welcome. One gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast.